Coming up on TMS, eating mustard every day. The short answer? It's bullshit. (laughs) Marie Osmond squirted Colonel Mustard in the conservatory. Friends that lick poles. Yeet out the commercials. I'm allergic to tentacles. You're right-handed, left. They give off the stench of niceness. I thought Fargo won, no? The Academy of Brian Dunaway. (laughs) Just a little bit of torture. A drawing I did of my own hand. Bring me all the raw with my ma and pa. Recursive logic loop with Tom. Zillow gone wild with Randy and Nicole and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. It occurs to me that I forgot to tell you one very important thing. Don't discard batteries into a fire. They may explode. Oh yeah, I want a rematch. The Morning Stream. He's an annoying little bleeping insect, and I want him stepped on hard. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to TMS, The Morning Stream. That's what it is for short. And uh, it's Wednesday, December 7th, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett. Hello. 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 Uh, we're back. We got uh, We got stuff. It's yeah. a it's a Wednesday. Uh, yeah, well, uh, you know that it is. <laughs> Boy, is it! It is a hump day for sure. I don't love Wednesdays. Wednesdays are busy. Um, mm-hmm. They're fine here. The show isn't a problem. But the, just my whole day ends up being. Oh, and we had to push play retro to today. So I got a lot more today than I usually do, and I don't know. I feel like I'm going to be real tired later. You know? Sure. Oh, sure. look at this though, Brian. Uh, what? Tell so, me, show me. Very exciting uh, news I received in the mail, and I put up some video for some people if they want to see it. Uh, I got my test deck for Dungeon Runners. Oh yeah. There's 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 a card. What card is this? Look at that. There's an actual card from yep. the game. There's a card from the game. I'll show you the back of one of these. It's interesting here. Oh, this is a good one. Everybody wants this. Um, if you draw this card. You get it's a the found loot card, and you get two oh, extra cards you can draw that round for your turn, uh-huh. or you can cash it in for one thousand gold. Ooh, mm. I wonder what that. Oh, means. interesting. So, so you, you know, it's a decision you gotta. Yep. And I'm guessing that gold is your end game, like your end game win. Situation. No, actually, it is owning oh. the most dungeons, complete dungeons oh. possible. So I, I mentioned the other day that one of my inspirations for this in terms of mechanics was uh, there are a couple of games out there, but one in particular, Monopoly Deal, and they have this aspect mm. of that game, which is how do they handle, uh, you know, like Monopoly properties and like that sort properties. of thing. Properties, sure. Okay. So I took that, twisted it a little bit, and came up with kind of my own version of it. But um, yeah, the goal is you want three complete dungeons. You're like a dungeon overlord, and once you have that, all other dungeoneers are dead, uh, and you win the game. Games take about 15 minutes. You can play up to five people. Comes in a big fat deck of 112 cards, I think. Mm-hmm. A lot in here, and you can cool. see a lot of different kind of cards with different <laughs> abilities. Quick, everybody, snapshot like a screenshot this, and screenshot you can make your own deck it. for cheap, yeah. for free, for yeah. free. Ah, well, I put up a 24 minute video on YouTube playing kind of a game against myself. So if that's the case, I've already given it away. But <laughs> is it? Uh, how, what's the maximum number of players? Uh, five. One. To, you can play two to five. So if you've got okay. two, uh, cool. great. If you have uh, three, four, five is even. I, I wouldn't say better. You can have a great game with just two of you, but things mm-hmm. get really like jerk each other around when you have more people. Like you can really yeah. screw somebody yeah. over. 
Anyway, it's really fun. And uh, yes, there's a 24-minute video of me playing with myself on YouTube. Thank you very much, Benjamin, for clarifying that. Uh, anyway, this will be uh, a thing. And I'm working on it. And I'm really excited. And I'm losing my mind about it because uh, I'm filled with both excitement and nervousness because there's only I've only found one typo. Uh, no other errors in printing. And I've only got... Four, so far in my playtest, I played Kim about six games last night, and only four notes or five notes of things I may want to tweak. So I'm actually closer than I thought I was going to be, and that makes me nervous. But that's good, right? Yeah, that's, that's good. great. I mean, that's that's what you're looking for. Is yeah. that uh, that just means you've you've learned from rock runners and you've you know figured out what what to do and what not to do. Yeah, I learned so, lessons. There were lessons so. learned. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm and these are just this is just like a rough print. The final ones are going to have like a nice uh, texture finish and like all that stuff. Oh, I'm so excited. Anyway, cool. more more news soon. Uh, DungeonMurder.com. You can keep track of for updates and stuff. There's a link to that video there, plus just some basic information about the game. And um, when will the Kickstarter be and stuff? I don't know yet. We're working on that. But uh, right now I'm just heavy, heavy in beta test at the moment. Cool. So I'll let you guys know what comes of it. Nice. Um, all right. Check this out. Oh, and also yeah. Kim asked, she goes this morning, she goes, can we play more of that today? Wow. I'm not, you, That's now, a, she's my wife, okay? So, yeah, you know, yeah. got to take that with whatever grain of salt you want to apply here. But, but still. A, Tina doesn't even say, hey, Brian, can we play some more Marvel United this afternoon? <laughs> Never says that. Never. <laughs> I mean, part of it is she's just excited that it's a cool project. She got to help with it and all that. But she uh, she actually had fun and laughed her, laughed her butt off yesterday because... There was this moment. So there's a card in here called Banish. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or not not Banish. Um Oh crap. I forgot that what I named my own card. Hold on. It's called Oh Scott, this would be easier if you just had it. You know, if you just if there weren't 110 <laughs> cards. You're right. I didn't do the Tina voice. I'll do it next time. I oh promise. yeah, never never forget the Tina voice. I, mean, I know. How could I forget the Tina voice? Um oh, sorry, Rebuke is the name of the card. Rebuke. Yep. And it's uh, got a drawing I did of my own hand. But then I colored it blue and put a... Oh, there it is. I colored it purple, more like. There it is right there. Uh, this is an action card. And uh, that's okay. actually my hand. Wow. Look at that. Uh, but with like, a little spell in it. Anyway, it says, use yeah. this card when an action card is played against you. And this basically means you can stop them. This this stops them in their tracks. Whatever they're doing to you, this says, no, you can't do that to me. And so I thought I had all these in my deck in my hand <laughs> and Kim yeah. I'm about to take her for about 12 or 13,000 gold which would decimate her her deck she oh, was right, going to have sure. a really bad day and she rebuked me and that for me to do what I did to get the 12 or 13 I had to spend two really important cards to do that not knowing she had this she plays <laughs> this I lose those two cards it becomes neutered nice. there's nothing I can do yeah, and she laughed for five minutes at me. <laughs> so I guess mission accomplished. Nice. I don't know. This is like uh, you know somebody playing a goose uh, against you, just as you're playing uh, uh, Arnim Zola on your Black Panther. Yeah, in Marvel Snap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, <laughs> exactly it. Exactly. Anyway, uh, are you you're left-handed though, right? Right-handed. No, oh, you are right-handed. Okay, because oh, yeah. I was looking at that the drawing, so it was like you you know you're holding your hand up and kind of. No, le- is, like is a, so this is my, I use my left hand. And so if, yeah. uh, that's what I'm saying. You, so you just drew like, you hold your hand up and then just drew it like that. Yeah. 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 I just held it there. I was like, all right, yeah. sketch, sketch, sketch. And then did some detail. I'm pretty happy with it, except there's a little weirdness on the thumb. 
I don't know. It's like a little oh. growth. But I kept no, it because it's kind of like, it's oh. It's the padding that happens when you bend your thumb. I mean, I'll show you. I've got that same weirdness. Oh, yeah. See, he's got a little pad there. See? Oh, wait. Yeah. I got the wrong yeah. camera up. Here's Brian. Show me yeah, Show me your thumb again. There you go. Like It's like a little pad when you, like your pad doesn't doesn't fully fill out the, the whole thumb. It just kind of stops about halfway down your thumb. Yeah. Which is what, so you, you know, sense. you don't want that. Yeah. You don't want yeah. that. So chat here. Sorry. I meant to actually show this camera here. See, here's the deck. Oh, yeah. Brian can't see this, but. I can't see it. Yeah. I should make a way for Sorry. you to see that. Anyway, uh, it's all good in the hood and uh, excited about it. Now, nice. on to more important issues. Yes. Uh, I don't know I, what they are, but yes. <laughs> I have before me uh, an opportunity to share something we learned about America's sweetheart, uh, Marie Osmond. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now, she lives like, when she's not touring, she has a house in Provo, um, hmm. about 25 minutes or so drive from me. And she's very nice, apparently. People live around her really like the Osmonds. She appears to be. I mean, the, the Osmonds definitely give off this this aura of, we're nice. Mm-hmm. Super nice. And they've been yeah. doing that since the, their show, show in the 70s, the Marie and Sure. Oh, and yeah. yeah. And uh, anyway, they seem nice enough. Um, but she's, you know, she's somewhat, she's controversial in that she's had, you know, people give her a hard time. She's had a ton of work done. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, ah, that's how nice can you really be if you're covered in plat, you know, this kind of crap. People are just kind of sure. mean about it. Sure. Well, she does still look uh, really. Never us. No, We've never, never us. commented on anybody's no. plastic surgery uh, usage at all, ever. No, we love it. We, we just want we more of it. it. Yes. Yeah. In fact, we're going to get, <laughs> Brian and I are going to get some. I may not even comment on it when it comes to talking about my recommendal today. Oh, so, uh, who, oh goodness. Yeah. All right. I'm yeah. actually really excited about your review today. I can't wait to hear yeah. about that. Anyway, so Marie Osmond was asked, how does she stay so youthful? You know? Mm-hmm. And here's her answer. Okay. Uh, one tablespoon of mustard every day. A uh, tablespoon of mustard. You know, she's not the first person I've heard this from. I've actually heard somebody else did this thing with mustard, like, uh, you know, taking it every day. Is it just like regular yellow mustard? Yeah, right? yellow mustard, not something fancy or brown or, you know, with a bunch of bits in it or whatever. Just, no gray poupon. No, just a, just a yes. big old spoonful. She's 63 right now. Uh, yeah. Let's see. And she shared this on Instagram, so this was this was her kind of offering this. She says, "How to stay still healthy on the road?" My doctor said, "In case there uh, there are parasites or anything around, this is how you stay healthy." And I'm not joking. One table, excuse me, one tablespoon a day of uh, of of mustard, yellow mustard, and then and then she squirted it in her mouth in her post. <laughs> Didn't even like. Why not squirt it into a tablespoon measure? She's just gotten so good. She knows exactly where. Like when to stop with the squeeze bottle to get her her full on. She knows what. It, yeah, she does it enough where she knows. Oh gosh. Yeah. Look at that. Oh. Oh, it's just. I oh, like you, mustard. There's like what video or something of it? Yeah. There's if you click down at the yeah. toward the link her her uh, yeah. Instagram video, where she actually. Oh look shows at that. Oh man, yeah she. She's had work is all I'm saying. She's had work, and I you know she was another one of these uh, these people that in my very young years had a little bit of a Marie Osmond crush. Oh yeah. How now could you she not? just doesn't even look like her, man. She looks like, uh, she's a different person. Yeah. She's, she's a different, a different person. person. Oh, yeah. I just, sorry. I just noticed something. The, uh, tadpole feud thing is airing out. Like if you were to show me, <laughs> right her mouth. I can't mute TikTok, by the way. So I can only like, I can't on this, 
on this thing that they provide. Oh, I guess I could just mount mute that browser. There yeah, we go. that's Instagram browser. anyway. But yeah, mute the browser or the tab and you'll be okay. Oh, it's Instagram? I thought yeah. this was... Well, it's... Oh, it's a, a Instagram of a TikTok video. <laughs> oh. Oh, is it? Oh, right. It is. Yeah, it's a TikTok video from Marie Osmond. Um, yeah, if you were to show me a still of that, of that uh, video... I would not be able to tell you that that was Marie Osmond. Actually, even just showing me the video, I would not be able to tell you. No, I wouldn't either. If I had him in her account, I would have said, wait a minute, who's that exactly? And look, I don't have a problem with this. I'm just wondering, is there anything to it? Because if there's something to it, I likes me some mustard. Now, if the goal is that you take a teaspoon or a tablespoon of mustard per day, I assume that means you can put it on something. Right. Oh, sure. I guess. Yeah. Why okay. not? Unless <laughs> whether you're, it's not like you know, she says have to have this mustard, but don't eat anything before or after it for an hour. Right. It's don't like, swim. Yeah, you could easily have a sandwich or have a piece <laughs> of toast with the mustard on it or something. Yeah. Definitely don't go swimming after. Let's see here. We got uh, the health benefits of mustard. <laughs> mustard is a low calorie alternative to high fat condiments. Okay. Well, we knew that. Uh, it's good for you because it contains several antioxidants that provide uh, various health benefits, including anti-cancer, antibacterial, antiviral, antifungal, anti-inflammatory, wound healing properties. Well, this sounds hokey jokey. To wound me a healing. Bit. Okay, now we're, we're wound healing. We're invoking the Wolverine uh, mutant power here. Mm-hmm. Now I'm starting to get a little suspicious. It says uh, side effects could be. Oh, okay. The Natural Medicines Database notes <laughs> that applying yellow <laughs> says applying white or black powder or mustard to the skin as an extended for an extended period of time can cause burns, blisters, or ulcers. The source also notes that consuming large amounts of mustard seeds by mouth can damage the throat, cause side effects, including heart failure, diarrhea, drowsiness, breathing difficulties, coma, and death. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So, so don't over. That's why you stop at a tablespoon. Yeah. Don't, don't also, maybe Marie Osmond should measure that out instead of squirting half the bottle down. Instead her of just exactly, instead of just going for the squirt. But it won't burn her, burn her, because it's all that plastic will just protect it. <laughs> just kidding. She exactly. Can she's you know she's uh, it's that and some desiccant to keep the uh, the skin from. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> from Getting too much moisture. Mustard shots for everyone, says uh, the chat old salty goat. I, I'm, yeah. I'm down. You know what? We need Dr. Tolbert to pipe in and tell right. us. Bobby if, or uh, Jerry Tolbert or or any of you. Tree. Somebody somebody with some sort of science slash medical experience to, uh, to tell us the story on this. Because I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll eat mustard every day. Oh, sure. Must Listen, mustard today. And and is mustard one of those things you don't need to refrigerate, but everybody refrigerates it anyway? Yes. I think that's because they... they why is that, actually? Because you don't need to, but you, people do. That's what I'm trying to remember, because I know that you don't, you're not supposed to uh, refrigerate ketchup. You can actually have ketchup out all the time, but everybody refrigerates it. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same case of uh, with mustard. I will say way, this. I do Bobby put, has uh, weighed in. He says the short answer is it's bullshit. Ah, is it? Great. Nice. I need some citations, Bobby. Yeah. Give me some, give me some back end uh, info yeah. on that way. Um, so uh, what was I going to say? Uh, uh, I forgot. Oh, a ca- I like ketchup in cold, in a cold state with fries though. So I that's don't, why I do it. it immediately cools off your French fries. And I don't want, like, you know, I, I don't, I'm not saying I want my ketchup hot, but I don't want, it's like putting cold um, milk or cream or coffee mate in coffee. It's like, oh, darn it, it's cutting it down from my desired 135 degrees. No, that's a good point. You're actually making um, a good point. I don't know. Refrigerating I, yellow mustard will help maintain its flavor, but it does not contain any ingredients that spoil. 
So okay, so it won't go bad. Only if you Dijon and horseradish-based mushroom uh, mustards or mushrooms. <laughs> Dijon and horseradish-based mustards must be refrigerated. And those are like because that has like eggs. That's stuff your in grape it. poupon. That's your yeah. yeah. There's like eggs or something in there. Brown mustard probably is horseradish-based, I think. A little bit of mayo or some business. Because mayo needs to be refrigerated. Mayo definitely needs to be refrigerated, yeah. All right. Well, quit refrigerating your ketchup ketchup and your uh, your mustard, everybody. And be like Marie Osmond. Carry a little bottle with you. Actually, that was a big old French's bottle. That was a big old French's, yeah. I'm sure sure she doesn't have an assistant that carries that bottle around for her. Probably uh, squirts it in her mouth for her while she's... uh, putting cucumber slices on her eyes or something claire says there's no mayo and mustard and brown mustard or one of the fancier like spoilable kind what's in there then i don't know what's in there that spoils must be it's something creamy uh, you know it's not um Some yeah kind of... if it's not let's see brown mustard oh. uh english mustard is with the uh, turmeric Turmeric, turmeric, Claire, Claire, dude, jeez, Louises. Oh no, what did she say now? Oh, jeez, jeez, she's in a mood, (sighs) and it's the kind of mood I hope Uh, there are no men around anywhere within. So brown mustard is really just made from coarsely ground brown mustard seeds. So there's you know your regular mustard seeds and then brown mustard seeds, and some deli style mustards also incorporate horseradish for additional heat, which which is the one you'd want to refrigerate. Because that's got some kind of creamy something in it. That's got some so that well horseradish yeah. needs to be refrigerated. Oh, oh, the radish it's that that needs to be, okay. That makes sense because that'll yeah. ferment or go bad or whatever. Something, yeah, it's just something. Oh, I love horseradish, dude. You give me the give me a big old fat steak with some horseradish. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I always I, the uh, if I go to Outback and they say, "Oh, uh, all right, uh, your steak. Would you like anything with that?" I'm like, "Yeah, uh, horseradish. Oh, creamy or uh, raw." I look at him and I just say, "Bring me all the raw, all the raw stuff." Yeah, no, you're not wrong. That stuff. I don't think you heard me correctly. (laughs) Not the crap you get at Arby's. That stuff is not real. I don't want any horsey sauce. I don't want. Uh, I don't want horseradish that's been you know mushed up with ranch dressing or whatever. It's way cut down too. It's not hot. It's not even really spicy. It's lame. Exactly. You know. (laughs) Although the funniest, one of the funniest moments of my life, we're in high school. And my friend, I don't remember who it was, either Bill or Darren, one of these idiots, uh, were sitting there with a cup of, because they had horsey sauce in cup form. You peeled the cup off and then you could dip in it. So a little bit like a little oh, pink that's sauce cool. thing. Like a, or whatever. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. So it wasn't, it wasn't your normal package. Yeah, it wasn't your normal right. little package thing. Like, like, uh, the, like the, we used to get ketchup tubs like that, right? Where it was like a little square plastic container and you just pull the top off yeah, are you looking you to go. see if you've got something around there yeah i had one that's like it and i can't find it anyway so you well, you uh he had it there and he was just yeah. messing with it like squeezing yeah. it and pushing it and it wasn't open sure. and he was just dorking off and just like mess, messing around with this thing and at one point he had messed around too much and it, we hear this pop and a whole bunch of it just goes into his face both of his eyes. So even though it was oh, like God. like a weak version of horseradish, yeah, it's it burned. Still got enough in it to burn for yeah. sure. So yeah. he sat there for the next like I don't know twenty minutes, just tearing up, and he couldn't eat his food, and you know he was just like, oh, it's the worst thing ever. And I'm like, well, you're the dummy. You did yeah, it. No it reminds me of uh, well, one story, and then we'll get to Brian Dunaway. But uh, uh, one of my earliest memories, I was out to lunch with my mom. And my uncle, Uncle yep. George, we were the three. We were the three that did everything together. We traveled and did all these. You know, drove to St. Louis and uh, and Arkansas and Missouri and all these places um, when I was a kid. Road trips every summer. Yeah. 
um, we're at a sandwich place and this was here in Denver. My mom was having to go to work and I think she was probably handing me off to George so that she could go straight to work. And then I'd go back to, um, my grandmother's house with, uh, uncle George. Sure. And, uh, we're at the sandwich place, and I remember George playing with a mustard packet and just kind of whacking it on the table. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't isolate that, anybody. Mm. But he's like, just a little packet of mustard, tap, tap, tap. And I remember, I remember <laughs> this like it was in slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> he hits it then accidentally on the edge of the table, so it then gets kind of bent at the at the edge, but then also has an angle of trajectory, and a glob of the mustard just like floats in space towards my mom's light blue hospital smock, oh. and goes, <laughs> and that stuff stains. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just remember this so vividly, and I think it was because of how angry my mom was when he did that, because that stuff was like, she was on her way to work, it's just going to stain, there's mm-hmm. not, you know, she's not in a place where she can wash it out really quick. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. if you did, it's still, that stuff, it'll leave a little grease stain thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So You got to dry clean yeah. that business. I should I should have brought that up over Thanksgiving. I'll bring it up when we yeah. Why not bring up old old um, yeah. Vi- um, yeah. uh, grievances at the at exactly. the table? Maybe I'll have a mustard packet with me and I'll say, Hey George, remember when you when you splattered one of these all over Mom's blue f- smock work yep. smock? And then for your mom, the Blouse. camera the camera will all zoom in on her face. It'll <laughs> be like remember the, uh, like it was right, now the surprised uh, surprised uh, squirrel meme or whatever that thing was surprise yeah. chipmunk mm-hmm. on the year that brian ruined christmas for everybody else <laughs> that's right <laughs> it's unfortunate oh uh all right dunaway time we're gonna play you guys a game need to you and oh you guys are in good i was i was gonna say you need to re-log in because i had to reload uh, yeah i had a it aired out for me and then i got in again so yeah i don't know what that was about um that eh, was me oh was it you oh okay i well, had to reload to yeah then i blame you the, i blame, blame me. me blame me yeah it's fine blame you're to, you're to blame Join us now and joining us with Joiner uh, Brian Dunaway. Hi, Brian. Jackie <laughs> Joiner Kersey. Yeah, yeah let's Brian do some joining. Oh, hi, joining the call now. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Hi, how are you? How are you doing? Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Yeah. Oh, Good. Hello. Yeah, yeah. You doing okay? Uh, sorry about the change in schedule yesterday. We we really are doing play retro today, everybody. It's happening. Okay. Sure. Yesterday was a little I was bit glad of a because I was, I was feeling kind of run down, too. Well, you weren't feeling run down. I was feeling run down. And so I just went home yesterday. And uh, got a uh, got a blanket and laid on the couch and yep. pulled up some uh, Coach. Remember that TV series Coach? Oh, coach, yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a nice comfort binge. Yeah, you watched it on the Roku channel. Yeah. Is that what he told me? I think I did. I did watch yeah. it on the Roku channel. Indeed. What is that commercial based or what do they do over there? I don't know how that works. The Roku they do a, they do a few commercials. It's not bad. I think I, I they they have like like maybe thirty seconds of ads like every. 10 minutes or something so i mean it's not bad that's it's pretty better. quick and it's stuff it's stuff like tide mm. it's like commercials oh, for tide see, detergent that's what i'd like <laughs> i just watched a series on freebie freebie um freebie. and on my ipad and uh, so i couldn't use a browser that would you know out the yeet out the commercials yeah. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um but the commercial breaks were like two and a half minutes long and one and a half <sighs> minutes of those commercials was always some uh like either an HIV medication, but it was like these long yeah. commercials. And I, I it's something about, I don't care what it is. It could be for, for diarrhea. It could be for eczema. It could be for whatever. But these, these minute and a half long commercials yes. drive me nuts. 
Give me 30 seconds. With their little mini stories. Yeah, Yeah, their little mini stories. It's like, here's Fred. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I don't know why they do that. Give me short little dumb ones. That's what I want in my streaming services. Yeah. Yeah. Or don't give me any medical. I don't don't need ads for medicine, period. If I go to my doctor... I should say, hey, Doc, I got this problem. And he should say, well, I got some for you. Yep, that's how it works. That's the traditional method. I I shouldn't be heading to my doctor going, doctor, doctor, I saw on the TV. I saw on the TV. I could get a thing for my penis. Yeah, you don't want that. I don't want to see that. No. Yeah, that's sad. I mean, you know, seeing those commercials for the uh, the little Inspire CPAP thing, the little Mm -hmm. button. You push, Mm -hmm. you like hold it up to your chest and push a button and it's a... Inspire went to my doctor and said, "Hey, what about this uh, Inspire thing?" And he almost—it was almost like he was trying to hold back laughter. Eyes of like, yeah, like, oh. well, it was like <laughs> your your uh, most people's uh, uh, apnea is way too severe for that. And yeah, you're yours, not going to. Yours, that. yours is right in there, Brian. So yeah. like, okay, nicely yeah. done. It's the most pointless thing I've ever seen. I don't understand the whole market behind it. It makes zero sense to me. I do. I All care. people well, are paranoid, and they'll spend money on dumb stuff they see on Fox News. That's why. Yeah, That's why but they always guess tell so, you. But they have to. But they have to be. In, they have to be in liege with the doctors. The doctors have to be. Some of them have to go. Some of you're them. right. Like if it's pills, that's one thing because they, you know, those are going to well, vary. I can understand but... dick pills, right? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like when it, like this thing that you point at your chest and click a button. That that sounds like yeah. I don't know. Like your doctors are all probably going to go. Uh, yeah, probably not that. Probably don't do yeah, that. Yeah, not for you. Right? right? Like Okriva. Oh uh, yeah, you, you you know Okriva probably wouldn't be the right thing for you. But I like how it's always a minute of. Um, Side effects may include da 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 da, da. and then Death. don't take don't take a creva if you're allergic to a creva. Yeah, if the allergic thing always gets me. That's right. Why did they have to start adding that? Well, look, <laughs> you know, you got to get well, you somehow. Well, I found out I was allergic to it, but I kept taking it. Was That's there right. A with that? How, how are you supposed to go in and go? I've never taken this medicine. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Wait, maybe I'm allergic to it. What? Well, let's see if we're allergic to this listener who's been waiting very patiently. <laughs> Hi, thanks for holding. Who's this? I hope you're not allergic to me. Tanner. <laughs> oh, hi. Is this Tanner? It's hi, Tanner. Tanner. I didn't know you were going to call in today. It's very nice to have you on. How are you? I'm very well. How are you doing? Yeah, doing okay. Um, Tanner actually helped with uh, our uh, our news segment today. Uh, we're going to talk about Sandra oh. a little bit, so we'll do that in a nice bit. Tanner. But uh, a huge thanks for heading that up and yeah. uh, making I'm, it happen. I'm having a little PTSD talking to Tanner. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be. Oh. I'm not gonna lie about it because uh, <laughs> last time I was chatting with Tanner over Discord. It was during our D and D session, and I died a couple times. Oh, well, okay, I, went, I was unconscious a couple times. I guess I didn't fully die. So you rolled out of it. You got your. I had to do my rolls. saving throws. Saving and somebody throws. healed me before I had to do all my saving throws. But oh, good. Yeah, I died a little all bit. All right. Well, look. Sometimes DM stands for should, dastardly should, man. That's what it stands yeah. for. Yeah. You should check with your doctor about that. You may be I'm allergic, allergic to, it. to yeah. drow uh, attacks. Yeah. I guess this wasn't mm-hmm. drow's. Uh, big old tentacle thing if your tentacle thing lasts more than four hours seek a doctor's help that's what the (laughs) deal is uh well tanner it's good to have you here we're gonna play a game and hopefully win you some prizes hey brian why don't you explain to good old tanner what we're doing here i will totally do that it's time to play the tadpooly feud i've surveyed the tadpool on some nerdy topics 
and Scott and Brian will have to predict the answers that they gave us. And it's their job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Now, Tanner, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be rolling a, a, a D100 to decide what your fate Ooh. is going to be for getting that one during the fight. And you're either going to be working with Scott or Brian. Whatever you roll, you're going to be working with one of those guys. <laughs> if your team wins, you get a prize package. That includes uh, it's an all Sid Meier prize pack today. You get Sid Meier's Ooh. Railroads mm. with an exclamation point. Yes. And Sid Meier's Civilization Six. Both of those courtesy of Dave Akers. Ooh, I'll bet he has six, so he'll probably re-gift it because that's what he does because he's a nice guy. But uh, yeah, and then you can never have enough Sid Meier in your life, is my experience. So oh, true, yeah. especially trains. Yeah, yeah. Railroads, railroads, damn it, railroads. They make the railroads. old rest go. Uh, well, that's great. What a nice little lineup yeah. you got there. Let's yeah. do this. Uh, all so, right. So we have fingers on buzzers, right? And we're all fingers set? on buzzers. This is going to be this is going to be, I think, a tough one. So I might might uh once we get to your second strike i might offer some assistance so oh, oh boy yeah you are not predicting clearing the board i'm not predicting clearing strike the i'm i'm predicting this could be a two-minute game if things go uh, oh, as badly God. as they could yeah. all right uh put your hands on your buzzers we asked uh 459 tadpoolers the following question name a movie that should have won the best picture oscar but didn't Ow. Scott Johnson. Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> you think the Deadpool is going to be that, like, uh, pandering? Well, I don't know. I just, situation like I, this? I, I truly believe it. When that, in the, in the spring or whatever, or late winter of 2016, I was so crossing my fingers so hard. And it didn't happen. It won the most nominations and won a bunch of other rewards, but it a deserved it. So if they did it out of pandering, great. If they did it out of reality, great. I'll take it either way. <laughs> All right, show me Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, yeah, made it. yeah they, they made it number yeah. one. Damn straight, yeah. it should. Yeah, of course it is. Of course, Scott always complains about it. I don't complain. So there are no answers that can beat that one. So, Scott, you and Tanner are going to be working together to see how many more of these you can get. All right, Tanner, the big one I always remember was Shawshank Redemption in 94. Shank! It lost to Forrest Gump. Uh, how do you feel about that one? That just that sticks out, but how do you feel? I think that's a good choice. Okay. Thank you for agreeing with my choice. Uh, Brian, I say Shawshank <laughs> Redemption. All right. Show me. Uh, I'd like to tell you that it's on the board. I'd like to tell Shank? you. that I can. Oh, it's number two. Oh, good job. All right. It's not a lot of points, though. So, you know, whatever. No, it's not a lot of points. Some easy low-hanging plums right here. Now, if, I, if it were me, I would stay in 94 and say Pulp Fiction because... Pulp Fiction was also mm, that's my best one. That was also that year, and also everybody was mad that it lost to uh, to Forrest Gump. Okay, I like. Right. By the way, I want to just make a thing clear. I sure. I agree that those two movies probably should have won. However, I also really like Forrest Gump. I'm not a hater. You know, yeah, I'm not a hater either. But I don't. Good I don't feel like it should have beat the other. Yeah, the other two I think you. You know what? Give act. Or... Give acting to like they did to Tom Hanks. That's fine. But right. best picture. Right. Maybe these other two were a little more deserving. Anyway, yeah. Tanner, yeah. you all right with that one? Good answer. Good answer. All right, thanks, man. Yeah. All right, show Good me, answer. show me Pulp Fiction, or yeah, show me Pulp Fiction. I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> Ooh, number four. I wonder what number three is. Wow. All right. Wow. Uh, Tanner, got any that are burning a hole in you there? The only one that pops to mind was 2019, uh, A Star is Born with Lady Gaga. Did that not win that? That's a good one. I I remember what it it won some things, but not Best Picture, right? 
Right. One best song for sure. And I can't remember what else it won. All right. Let's do it. Let's do that. Let's see. Okay. Show me A Star is Born. Oh, a star is not born. Not today. La, 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 la. Anyway, uh, best screenplay, yes. (laughs) Nailed it. That was really good. That was my... That was my Bradley Cooper impersonation right there. Nice. All right, Dunaway. Show All us right, your stuff. Brian, what you got? I'm gonna think that I'm gonna think this happens a pretty good bit because Scott said pulp fiction, this is kind of where my mind was going, was that movies that changed everything mm. but you know, but when they came out, we couldn't see it. So like I'm gonna say Star Wars. Because oh, sure. And it, it was nominated, out. right? That, that That's how this counts. It was nominated. Yeah, right. That's right. Right? Well, that doesn't count. It's just what the Tapple says. But yeah, it was right, nominated, exactly. but it didn't win because it was too early. Like, just like Pulp Fiction, it was kind of like that. It's like, oh, this is where we're going, but not yet. Yeah. And I don't we think it was it. was it. it wasn't nominated for uh, Best Picture, though. Like, it was nominated in, oh, was in a lot of oh, other. Oh, I thought it was. Wasn't it? I don't I think thought it, was, it too. was. I thought the original Star Wars was. It's been a long was, time. But I, I wasn't really big you know. into it. I just feel like I remember oh, reading. Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? You're absolutely right. Yeah, it. it was nominated uh, okay. uh, Best Picture, Gary Kurtz. Yes, Best Director, Best Supporting Actor. For whatever mm-hmm. reason, mm-hmm. I don't remember. But it did win Art Direction, Costume Design, Film Editing, Original Score, Sound, Visual Effects. Yeah, it did well so, that year. It's a little. It it's did. like Mad Max Fury Road of its time, in a way. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Lost <laughs> Annie Hall. Jeez Louise. All right. Show me... Star Wars. Number That's five. Yes. Nicely done. Nicely done, Brian. Hmm. I don't like done. where this is going. I'm going to say superhero movies took a big turn with The Dark Knight. Hmm. Was, was and it, I don't was it think. Nominated? I don't did think it get nominated? It did get nominated. It that did? One I do remember. Oh. I don't think it, but it didn't win, did it? It didn't. No, I no. can't ask that. What am definitely, I doing? Definitely didn't unless, win. Unless but it doesn't again, matter. Unless, chat unless again, I'm remembering things incorrectly. I'm, right. This one, I'm double checking, right? Because it's like I don't these remember are that always being the nominated. ones that I remember. The ones that have changed everything and look back and go, "Oh, you morons, you didn't see it." I don't remember Let's Dark Knight being nominated. Just didn't see how great it was. It might have been. I don't know. Best. No, I'm sorry, Scott. You're right. Supporting actor, art direction, cinematography, film editing, makeup, sound editing, mixing, and visual effects. You didn't get a oh, everything yeah, no. except for picture of the year. He didn't get directing. I'm thinking of... No, it only won sound editing and supporting actor. Okay. He got that for Dunkirk and stuff, I think. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Mm -hmm. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Show me The Dark Knight. Oh. Uh, No, but it didn't make the list. Uh, That one was number 16 on the list. All right. Mm. This is what this tells me, Tanner, that the tadpole is focusing on those that were actually nominated, even though some are putting them on the list. The top 10 is going to be actual nominations. So... Uh, Black Panther is a recent example. Yes. Uh, Boy, that made people mad. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it made them mad, but it. I think they had a lot of hope that the first superhero-based thing would actually win. You know, there there would be a like right. an Oscar for that. But uh, I mean, being nominated is big is a big deal anyway. But yeah, you know what? Let's say Black Panther and let's see if anybody's thinking that close okay. for that All reason. Right. All right. Sure. Let's see. Uh, show me Black Panther. Oh, that's oh, good point. Number good 10, big, big points. The biggest of points. Best, biggest of possible the points. Biggest, right on the, the bottom, biggest of boy. possible. Yes. The B-O-P-O-P. 
And, um, and I think we're doing better than you thought we would. Yeah, Question yeah. does not specify that it had to have been nominated, but that is a that is a leap that Scott is deciding to take, and I am not going to say anything either direction. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I think because the way I, you did yeah. it is right, and I think my assumption is just a strategy. That's all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tanner, how you Strat. how you feeling, man? What do you like here? <laughs> uh, I want to say La La Land. La La Land. You do Ooh, want to say La La Land. Because they, they, all, they, they kind of did, did for win. like a minute. Yeah, for a hot second yeah. they did. Um, are you, That's a good one. I love that you're you're sticking into this zone of like mus- musicals and like, uh, I, I don't know that's what this says point. about Tanner. Oh, oh. Tanner's a huge nerd, musicals. but apparently he likes this business. So that's cool. Let's go with that one. I li- that's fine. Let's do La La Land. Right. Well, I like this one too. Show me La La Land. I mean, Moonlight. I mean, La La Land. Ooh, number nine. Yeah. Number oh, nine. Good job. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Um, yes. Ooh, I'm feeling good now. For a minute there, Brian was getting ooh, creepy ooh. with the numbers. Um, all right. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you guys are doing way better more. Uh, at this you than know. I expected. So, what's your. Yeah, I know. What, it's good. What's your one? Your What What do you got, Kenner? Uh, Apollo 13 is the last one I think. Oh, that was a good one. Sure. Yeah. Did that one not get it? Uh-uh. It nominated. It. Okay. It, was nominated. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because it's Tadpole Sid. Yeah, but they nominated it. It still fits exactly. my category. Look, I, of, I'm curious. Uh, this, Yeah, Apollo 13 did, did get nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. For some reason, uh, I remember these, but whatever. I thought sure. it won. Show me Apollo 13. Ah, poop. Oh. Number 27 on the okay. list. They made the list, oh, though. That's nice. Good. Made the list, but uh, didn't make the top ten. Well, Brian, back to you. T- Four answers still left t- on the board. T- Tana got me to think. <laughs> Tana, Tana got me to thinking. T- the musicals, the musical that also changed everything way back when, The Wizard of Oz, uh, uh, did not win Best Picture. What a snub. It was, was nominated. Snub. It did lose to Gone with the Wind, if I remember correctly, I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh it was an like, honor oh, to be man, nominated. Any other year, like that movie, Wizard of Oz yes. comes out any other year and it wins, but freaking Gone with the Wind. Everything. Yeah. All right. Show me The Wizard of Oz. No. Oh, you stupid. No. <laughs> um, the number 26 on the list. Uh, same, actually, right next to Apollo 13 in the list. Okay. I All right. Like... Four answers left. Any Any of these answers guarantees you the win, by the way. Uh, no pressure. Saving Private Ryan. Ooh, that's a good one. It was expected Saving to win and did not. Private Ryan. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I said saying. it like that. Why did I? Why did I say it like that? I don't know. I don't know. That was weird. Saving <laughs> Private. Oh yeah. I don't know why. All right. All right. Show me Saving Ryan's Privates. Yeah, yeah, number Look three, and that. I think that does lock in the win. So we'll play this out for for yeah, we uh, did good. jollies. We did good. Um, oh, what a perfect time of season to do that for too. Playing for the jollies. Ho ho ho! Jollies. Sh- oh, yeah, uh, Schindler's <laughs> List probably also on here. I don't think okay. it won. I thought you said did, no. You said it was nominated. Else. No, yeah. I said shaving. I said raising, <laughs> saving Private Ryan is what I said. Uh, so let's say Schindler's, what did Schindler's list, uh, list lose to uh, that one. I've got to see because uh, well, if you would have asked me before. I think maybe it, it won. You know what? Won. Now that I think about yeah. it, because that was the thing with Spielberg is he kept getting it did. his it opportunity. Picture, yeah, it did that yeah, year. Damn it! Picture. Yeah. It well, I said it. I guess you have to buzz I was me. Like, 
Yep. Uh, well, I said it. I got to right. use it. It's awfully bold uh, uh, statement when you've already won the game. Show me <laughs> Schindler's List. I will tell you that it didn't stop people from saying Parasite. Yeah. Because uh, they yeah. still said this parasite, is, even though parasite. This is not. Won. This is not a fact. This is not a fact-based game. Right. No. Oh yeah. Never is with the uh, with the tab. Although I mean, this is, so this far, is what some people said. Yeah, but so far, every one of the ones we've got uh, on the board, they're all nominations that didn't win. Right. So right. so far, they they are actually doing it exactly the way the question implies. But we I still have think. six, seven, and eight to go. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm checking a couple of these because I've been curious. Uh, um, which ones of these, the ones that are remaining, um, are, um, were also nominated. <laughs> How do I phrase this? Um, yeah. In just the right way. So that, well, um, the, I wouldn't say this if, if, uh, um, yeah, if it was if, still if, on if the, the game, already, yeah. weren't already <laughs> I won. I love it. I love it. You're so, you're so cautious. The fact that the I game has already been won. People. The, yeah. the fact that the game has already been won makes it easy for me to say this. I believe all could, three of the remaining answers were nominees. Okay, so Excellent. the whole so we ran the board as nominees. This is good. Well done, Tadpole. Yep. Uh, How about still have? Uh, yeah, Brian still has time. Has yeah. guesses. I still no. I still have one more chance to or one to, more. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, that's what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah. Got to go. Yeah. yeah, I said that. I'm gonna, go with the ch- I'm gonna go with the chat room. They said earlier. I think they said Fargo. Oh yeah, Fargo. Oh, that's a great choice. Oh, by the way, one of these did not Fargo. get nominated. Um, okay, Fargo. Oh, look at that. Oh. Oh, Show me Fargo. Oh, man. Oh. Fargo, um, number fourteen. Uh, one of the highest ones that you could. Uh, that you guys oh, have I didn't think about Fellowship of the Ring. What did one? So that was ninety-six, I think. What's that? Ninety-seven. Uh, Fargo, wasn't it? One of those years. Fargo. Fargo did win. Oh, it won Best Picture. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that'll yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was Actually, the first Coen Brothers. Fargo did win. Coen Brothers I first Fargo win. and Argo both won Best Picture. Yeah, oh, yeah. Far- right. Fargo, uh, Fargo, Fargo was the Coen Brothers. Year. Yeah, Car- Coen Brothers first year uh, winning. Oh, Fargo lost to English Patient? I thought Fargo won, no? No? Okay. Wait. Hold on. I've got to look because I, Fargo I, I could have sworn... Oh yeah, you're right. Best pick, best actress, best original screenplay. It did lose. It didn't win. I'm now retroactively mad. <laughs> <laughs> it should have won. I Damn never it. believe you, Kyvex. Uh, <laughs> it should have won. We'll talk to you later. Boo. Um, <laughs> all right. And actually, yeah, two of the three of these. So um, yeah, you guys just mentioned this one: Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, yeah. Did not uh, did not win. It totally, should have won. Totally didn't remember. Also nominated but didn't win number eight, E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Oh, another oh, right. game changer. Yep. Yeah, it yep. was totally was. And this one, I wasn't sure. I had to go back and and uh, make sure because I could have sworn it got nominated. But of course, you know what do I know? I've been wrong about eight of the ten here. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Dune. Oh, Dune. Oh, Dune. The Dune. original Dune. No, no, the new oh, one. God, yeah. no, the twenty twenty one Dune. Yeah, no, oh. the twenty. Dude, the original Snubbed. Dune is a piece of shit. Nobody voted for that. That thing sucked. Hey. No, you might hey, as well. You might as hey. well nominate Flash Gordon. Yeah, Flash Gordon. Gordon. Yeah. I would. You would. Yeah, of course you would. You are not. There's a reason you are not in the Academy, by the way. Brian Dunaway would have all sorts of fun with uh, what movies got nominated. But yeah, Dune, I I didn't think Dune was going to win because my genre movies never do. 
but no, but thought it would plus get nominated it, plus for, it was its, a, <clears throat> for its well, ground. Plus, it was it was only a it was only a first part. Where's my second part? It yeah, that's the other thing. Parter. Yeah, because they do that with Lord of the Rings, right? They didn't give them Best Picture until Return of the King, even though you mm-hmm. could argue the first yeah. two movies were as good as yeah, that it one. Got nom- the um, Fellowship of the Ring got nominated, but didn't win. Yeah, right. I think even Two Towers did, but they. They just two did towers like, did as well. Yeah, yes. it was like a kindness gesture for the first two years, and then the third <laughs> year they're right. like, "Here you go." Hey, let's yeah. look at some of the remaining ones on the list, or at least the top few: uh, Citizen Kane, Raiders of the Lost Ark, yeah. The Princess Bride, yes. Goodfellas, oh. Brokeback Mountain. Again, I mm. thought that one, but I guess no, it didn't. It I was about to say long. they didn't. They yeah. didn't win. How did they not win? No, that was somebody uh, else. Get Weird. Out, The Matrix, Hidden Figures, wow. Inception, Interstellar. I know somebody who's listening who would definitely uh, agree with that one. Jojo Rabbit, The Big Lebowski, uh, The Empire Strikes Back, uh, Dead Poet Society, Dunkirk, somebody said Forrest Gump, <laughs> yeah. uh, Galaxy Quest, Gangs of New York, John Wick, Parasite, nice. Roma, I think Roma also won because that was one I totally disagreed with. Mm. Uh, Serenity, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, The Great Dictator, and 1917, kind of rounding out the ones that had multiple votes. So for the record, The Matrix uh, was not nominated for Best Picture. It did. It yeah, did. A, lot of, a lot of the ones lower on the list were not nominated. Yeah, that oh, one did get... Right. Roma did lose to Green Book, which, by the way, people also said Green Book. Oh, Green Book. <laughs> yeah. I never saw Roma or Green Book. Are those worth uh, visiting? Oh, Green Book. I, I really did not like Roma. Yeah. Um, I felt like it it could have been edited much, much tighter. But Green Book, 100%, you should watch that. It's fantastic. Herschel Ali is uh, so good. Oh, that's the one that one of the Fairley brothers directed. Yes, yes. And it doesn't feel like... uh, uh, it doesn't feel. I mean, it's definitely not a Farrelly Brothers movie. Yeah, well, Peter Farrelly. It's a fairly sing, singular movie. Yeah, and he <laughs> he was he took that serious, man. He wasn't gonna make playing no jokes in that movie. I need to see that. Yeah, you absolutely do. I meant to and didn't. Um, all right. Yeah. Well, there you go. Hey, hey, Tanner. You know what this means? It means you've won. Hold hey, on. Tanner. Congratulations. You're a winner. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy, Tanner. These codes are now yours. You, of course, know Brian's email, so send him a, a quick email. Mm-hmm. I guess Brian probably has I your actually email. Just, I'm just gonna put Brian in a in a, uh, a chat with him. Yeah, do that. <laughs> Easy peasy. Discord. There yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah. Save, save the ones and zeros. Do it the easy way. Uh, right. It sounds good to me. Tanner, how do you feel about your big win? I feel great. Thank you so much. Do you? Do you feel great? Because I want you to feel great. I want you to feel really good about it because you worked hard. Well, somebody needs to tell your voice. Then, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have to, uh, I have to tone down the excitement. Well, you guys don't gotcha. know this, but he's one of the <laughs> nicest human beings in our entire community. Yes. And uh, totally it's a pleasure yes. having you here, man. Take it easy. Be good. And we'll see you soon. Thank you, Tanner. Best DM. Thank you, Tanner. He's a good DM, except he keeps killing you. Jeez. Yeah. It's actually the second time. He at one point he killed all of us, and we woke up and tied up with uh, spider webs. So. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Did that make you that as a Marvel fan? You liked it, but I kind of liked it. I felt like, ooh, is Spider Man's camera nearby taking pictures for J. Jonah Jameson? (laughs) Yeah, and then you were like, oh no, taped to a lamppost somewhere nearby. Like, no, it's just D and D. Too bad. All right. Hey, Dunaway. It's tonight. Faye Dunaway. Hey, Dunaway. It's tonight. Faye Dunaway. Uh, it's tonight. Tonight at 3.30, we're doing our show about Dragon Warrior, a.k.a. Dragon Quest, the series on the original NES, and, um, uh, and and more. We'll talk about the entire series and why I actually think it is the best ongoing Square Enix series there is. 
uh, or in the, yes. back in the day, it was more Enix than Square. But we'll, we'll talk a about that. A lot of Japanese people would agree with you. They would, uh, as would I. So we're all going to agree today to, to get together at 3.30 Mountain Time and do a play retro at, at uh, frogpants.com slash play retro. Or if you want to watch live, we are at frogpants.tv. That'll do it. Hey, Dunaway, anything else you'd like to say before I cut you off? Yeah, I got to go get my f- <laughs> his fill of a McRib? I don't know. What was he going to go get? His, oh, I don't know. Fit, his Fitbit uh, removed from uh, his ear? I yeah. don't know. Yeah, it's ear ear Fitbit problem he's been dealing with. Yeah. He should do a follow-up to that. Um, you know, just see where we're at with the McRib, you know? Is it any good still? Because <laughs> didn't he? If it's still in his gut, what do you <laughs> yeah. need, like, a follow-up? Well, like, like, he did it once, right? And yeah. then Oh, just, like, a do, do it again, basically. Yeah, just yeah. go see if it's in, the process is any different. Is the is it taste as good to him? Is it changed sure. at all? Like, McDonald's, you could say this about them. They are consistent with their stuff. Like, the, 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 the Big Mac I eat today is no yeah. different than the one I ate 20 years ago. It really isn't, yeah. For good or for ill, they don't change them. So I'd, I'd be curious if there's any difference. Right. All right. On that note, uh, we're going to take yeah. a break and uh, do some music. But when uh, for this music, we got a little sponsor for this. So you want to read this here yeah, for the music? Yeah, absolutely. This comes to us from uh, September, 9 of 12 in the chat. She says, Sandra is an amazing woman. I met her several years ago when I was coordinating volunteers, and she was the best one I had. Whenever her health and resources allow, she does every bit she can to help her community and her friends. But in the years since, I've learned that she lives with food insecurity. Disability payments are scarcely enough to pay the bills, and her controlled rent is constantly in threat of being raised. She's so brave and modest and very, very intelligent. She writes and she loves to read. She was widowed many years ago and lives alone with the one cat that she can have, Taronda. Taronda. Provides, I had to say it like that. Who <laughs> provides endless comfort. Taronda provides endless comfort. I'd love to see her smile. A little less worry for her for a while will make the world a better place. Let's all help Sandra. Sandra, remove some burden. And uh, thank you, September, for for sending that in. If you want to help, and you absolutely should, because it is time. It is the time in the season for giving. Go to tiny.cc slash do some good. All lowercase, tiny.cc slash do some good. Yeah, great time of year to do it. And again, huge Every thanks bit helps. to September and also Tanner for uh, putting all of that together. You guys are awesome That's to fine. be thinking about somebody in our community that could use a little help. For uh, sure. So do that. All right. What song are we playing here? I am going to bring to you <laughs> a, a brand new song. single by a performer who goes by the name uh, Black Winter Wells. All one word, all lowercase, Black Winter Wells. He is a uh, Canadian he describes himself as genreless oh, musician. Jeez. Yes. Okay. This um is a brand new album that came out last Friday. Uh this is really, really good. And the whole thing, like this is your background ethereal music playlist right here. This is so good. Here is the song Gutter, performed by Black Winter Wells.
Jill, here's a lockpick. It might be handy if you, the master of unlocking, take it with you. Kind of gives new meaning to dressing up your table, doesn't it? The Morning Stream. Your parents named you for a bug? So you guys think that's me clicking a button, but that's Brian doing it. He's really good. I hope this isn't Chris's blood. <laughs> Jill. 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 <laughs> Jill. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, regale the song once again. Tell me what it sure. was. From the brand new album Protector from Black Winter Wells. That's the song Gutter. I forgot to tell you how much I, lo- I meant to text you, but I loved that Christmas middle of the show song yesterday. Loved oh, that. was that cute? Yeah, yeah, so sweet. Such a great voice. I want to follow them God, for other stuff. She, so the, the two of them are awesome. I don't know if they're married, but they're, it's a great little duo. Um, uh, the band that is called uh, the, the Hot, Sar- no, Hot Sardines. It is the band that's called uh, Corvair, C-O-R-V-A-I-R, yesterday's song. Yeah, it was really good. And today's is good as well. So uh, The singer's name is Jill. 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 Hey, Jill. All right. It's Tom Merritt time. And if you haven't had a lot of Merritt time lately, well, don't worry. We're about to fill that void and uh, get him him all up in this. Uh, Hold on one moment while I push buttons to make all that happen here. Here you go. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man is Tom Merritt, and he joins us here on Wednesdays to talk about the goings-on in the technology world, which I'm really grateful for, because how the hell else would we know? And thankfully, he has a show about it, the Daily Tech (laughs) News Show. Uh, Tom Merritt, welcome back to the program. Well, thank you for stopping Merritt time. <laughs> no problem. Merritt time is... It's, it's a maritime uh, emergency is what it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, maritime action. There you go. It's good to have you here. Uh, I, I kind of like that. Can we rename the segment? <laughs> sure. Yeah, we've uh, we've been doing it so long the one way. To, you know. Yeah, we can just open it up to anything I want to talk about. Yeah, whatever you want. It's maritime. That's the rules. Um, speaking yeah. of maritime, let's do a little bit of that. What is uh, going on? I know you've been scraping the, uh, the edges of the tech world well, today. I imagine you all are aware of Microsoft's little uh, game of cat and mouse with Sony, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You've, you've talked about it, I'm sure. Sure. Uh, we're probably going to talk about it again today on DTNS because of Microsoft reaching a deal with Nintendo and Valve to uh, make Call of Duty available for the Switch and Steam. The Switch! Like, like it wouldn't have been available for Steam, but yeah. uh, for at least 10 years. So Call of Duty on the Switch uh, for 10 years, only if regulators you let us buy activision blizzard Mm -hmm. it's interesting move Um, because sony sony famously being real weird about the same offer um well it depends on your point of view Sony is firmly opposed to this acquisition nintendo less so right uh uh, valve is like oh you're gonna do the thing you were gonna do anyway but guaranteed for 10 years sure we'll sign off on that you might not even get activision blizzard uh but why not uh and and i think that's the thing that's undercovered in this is it's a bit of a nuance but microsoft can't really promise this yet right what microsoft has promised is if we take over activision blizzard we promise to make them do call of duty on the switch and have that available for at least 10 years there's no start date on that 
But it's not because Microsoft is being cagey, like, we'll do it for 10 years, but we won't start until 2070. It's, mm. it, it's nothing like that. It, and, and I haven't read the agreement, but I imagine that the agreement might have a stipulation on a, a range within development will begin. But because of the rules around acquisitions, they can't make Activision Blizzard do anything right now. They right. can't go get Activision Blizzard to sign off on this because they're in a they're in a, a, a regulatory period that that prevents them from doing that. So they can tell Activision Blizzard, hey, we've made this deal. Uh, uh, and if we take over, we're, we're going to honor it. You do what you want with that. And Activision Blizzard can can acknowledge that. But there's certain rules about what you can and can't do to change your business during the period in which uh, an acquisition is being closed. Mm -hmm. so, so this is Microsoft doing as much as they can, which is like, we can't make Activision Blizzard promise this, but we can say, you know, contingent upon our acquisition, we are committed to making them do this uh, and, and development will begin on day one or something like that. It's interesting because the language in most of the coverage has been 10 years on the Switch, 10 years on the Switch. And what I can't find is anybody talking about the fact that the, the Switch for now but this 10 years will likely i'll just say 100% include a new generation of sony card or excuse me a nintendo hardware so yeah. switch 2 switch pro whatever whatever their next gen thing is right like this isn't this isn't just to say hey switch owners good good deal we're saying hey nintendo lovers good deal um i do think that the valve part is funny because yeah. call of duty is already over there yeah and 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 that's not been true for a while they they did pull it when it when they became um, when they started putting stuff on the Blizzard launcher, they stopped putting it on Steam. So uh, Microsoft has in general said, hey, we'd like to just put our stuff everywhere. And so they kind of did that almost immediately with some of their stuff. In this case, I think Activision, even independently, were like, well, why? we're leaving money on the table. We should just yeah, put this yeah. everywhere. So it's almost like this no-brainer, dumb win-win for for Valve because all they have to do is say, "Well, yeah, sure, keep keep putting it over here like you already are." And oh, thanks for the ten-year commitment if this goes through. Yeah, right. It's very that's very funny and interesting to me. But the Nintendo move is interesting for a couple of reasons. One, that device isn't state of the art anymore. Mm -hmm. You could argue it wasn't when it launched. Didn't need to be. That's Nintendo for you. And you're talking about a very different build of these Call of Duty games. Like the fidelity just will not be the same. It's not going to be a straight code transfer. These aren't x86, also, you know, conversions. It may be new stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. They, they, he, Phil Spencer, in the Washington Post article I read, was sort of cagey about, we'll have to look at our old stuff and see what we can move over or not uh, once we get there. But, mm -hmm. but the intention seems to be the next Call of Duty will come to Nintendo Switch. And then there's questions that you're bringing up about like, okay, but is that going to be the same Call of Duty everywhere or will it be a version for the Switch? Yeah. In the past, that, that's what they've done. They've made a version yeah. for the Wii uh, that was okay, that was fine yeah. for what it was, but it definitely wasn't the same code right. base as what they put on everything else. So regardless, though, this is an interesting way of... <sighs> I, I wonder what Microsoft's reaction was going to be to Sony saying hell no to the 10 years and also hell no to your acquisition and just really being firm about it. Yeah. So for them to like try to do something that gave some additional momentum and, and also produce some goodwill, but also kind of rub Sony's face in it. This is, this is it, I guess this is their move. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, don't let it get lost uh, on people that the United States federal trade commission is uh, expected to meet Thursday, December 8th. To discuss, among many other things, 
the uh, regulation of this particular acquisition. So getting this in the Washington Post and Kotaku and, and everywhere the day before that meeting uh, is is total coincidence, I think. I, I don't think it was related. <laughs> it was going to happen anyway. You know, the timing, it just all happened to a lot. What a surprise. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, I always had this thought the other day. It's a little bit unrelated, but um, tw- uh, Elon Musk paid $44 million for Twitter. And I always wonder, Elon Musk known for being a bit of a gamer. He likes video games. Do you think you ever sitting around going, ah, oh, that's almost as much as Activision stuff cost? Maybe I should just buy that. You know? <laughs> Maybe that's what I should. So much bought. more fun. So much more less <laughs> less laden with problems and issues. Like just buy a video game company and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, I'm, I'm trying to put myself in in his shoes and they don't fit. No. That's the- yeah. No, they're too um, big or something. No, because because the the way my thought process goes is like, all right, why does he acquire things? Mm. Uh, in the past, it has been because of X. But as soon as you get to Twitter, that all just starts to get crumbly. Yeah, it gets it's weird. like, yeah, but why did he acquire it? I'm still not entirely sure. Uh, is it because he thought he could make a super app out of it? Uh, but for whatever reason, I, my guess is he doesn't see Activision Blizzard as suiting his goals uh, or even possibly his profitability uh, expectations. May, maybe. Which I know it sounds weird when he just acquired Twitter, which is why I keep getting caught in my recursive logic loop sure sure well i like a good recursive logic loop and if you want uh more great (laughs) questions with great answers the daily tech news show here is for you for that uh today it's happening at 2 p.m mountain time and i will be there uh because it's wednesday i love being on and you'll love listening so make sure you check that out tom is there anything else going on that you would like to mention Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, just just to note, Rich DeMuro uh, is going to be on Daily Tech News Show uh, with Scott and Sarah and I today uh, talking about the tech gifts for that person you just can't figure out what to buy for. Nicole Lee kind of covered that with some smart home stuff. Uh, Rich has got, uh, the, if, even if the smart home stuff didn't work for you, we got we got some cool ideas for you. Just uh, ask me and I'll tell you. I mean, people, if, <laughs> if they're struggling on what to buy me, I mean, I'll just tell them. Yeah, because this is a, all about yeah, it's what... It's going to be a short segment. Uh, DeMuro's going to be like, look at his wish list on Amazon. Yeah, exactly right. yes. yeah just look for Slash <laughs> Coverville. Yeah, you'll be there's, fine. There's really unusual things in here. And like all gift lists, they're as useful for the person you're shopping for as they are for you to be like, oh, that's a cool thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. So so definitely check that out. Uh, and also, reminder that the 8th Annual Diamond Club New Year's Eve Streamathon coming up on December 31st, uh, the, the Ritual Misery folks uh, always put this together to benefit, um, uh, uh, what what is it called? Extra life, extra life. <laughs> yeah, never heard of it. It's like a, that. Yeah. yeah, unusual name. Uh, no, it's 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 for a worthy cause. Uh, it's lots of fun. Uh, they do it because they want no one to have to spend New Year's alone. Uh, so so they run uh, a different person every hour, bringing in a new year at a different time zone around the Earth. Uh, I'll be doing it. Uh, Sarah Lane usually joins me, so she'll be with me. Uh, and uh, it's it's a whole lot of fun. Uh, you can go find out about it at dcstreamathon.org. Nice. I think we're an hour before you. So I don't know are what you, think so. right yeah. 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 Me, and, yeah, yeah, me yeah. and Brian are in. I think it's the hour before you, but I'm not sure what country that is. Brian, do we, we don't know. Who oh, I don't know. I don't know who we're in. Trinidad and Tobago, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually on the UK's uh, New Year's line, so that would put you somewhere in Europe. Oh, yeah, think. or maybe the okay. ocean. I want to be ocean yeah, yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Right. ocean Christmas. Bunch of bunch of <laughs> whales are going to celebrate New Year's when we're on. So we'll see how it goes. 
<laughs> yeah, but Maybe in unison. Whales. Yeah, whales. I love whales. Whales are great. <laughs> it's whales. Yeah, it could be actually. I see Good what point. you did there. Uh Tom Merritt, everybody. He is Ace Detect on Twitter and uh, just anywhere else that you're hanging around. Uh we put our we put ourselves everywhere lately, but uh they can still find him there. Uh, and make sure you check out DTNS today. Tom Merritt, have a fantastic one. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll Thanks, see you Jill. next time. Bye. Okay. How do I hang up on Tom? There we go. Right. Very nice. Now. Yeah. Yep. Let's see if we can do this in a reasonable amount of time. We're going to have recommendals. Oh, okay. Sometimes they it. go long. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes they go short. We just need to cut Randy off to one espresso shot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. It's a hard call to, to make when you're drinking as much is, coffee yes. as humanly possible. It's, it's hard to know when to stop. It's true. Whoa. That's right. Oh, look at him now. See? <laughs> there it is. It's already <laughs> happening. Let's do this. <laughs> it is time for Recommendals, where we talk about recommended stuff we've seen on streaming services and share it with the audience at large. Uh, joining us today, Randy Jordan. Hi, Randy. Good morning, morning stream. Yes, I've had a lot of coffee. I can't help it. You guys are going to you guys are going to kill me with these uh, tadpooly feud that is like aimed directly at my heart. Yeah, you would have uh, done pretty well today, I think on that. Yeah, I was Probably, just like, yeah. I was hopping around during that whole thing. <laughs> I was just like Oh well, this was the bathroom not nearby? No. It was. I, I visited it. <laughs> oh, good. So, uh, so <laughs> beyond that, of course, then you had to go and make me sit and listen to you talk about my employer. Um, it's good. We're, good. We're having a great day. Uh, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, by the way, so I haven't. How's that? How's that mobile game coming? Yeah, how are you guys yeah, doing? Is that done yet? You, have you played it lately? Have you tested? No, it? no. We don't have access to anything. Are you kidding? Yeah. There's no beta yet, right? Or is there? Like, it's almost as if we don't know somebody at Blizzard. <laughs> I want to see that game. I want to play it. I want to see what's up. Maybe, too. maybe you need to ask me for favors when we're not, you know, no, not on the air. Oh. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. I'll remember that let next me time. Point you to our Discord conversation. <laughs> from- uh, <laughs> no, it's a good. It's a good couple of weeks for Blizzard. They got a brand new, yeah. well, being well received expansion uh, for WoW. You got your uh, your season two of the Overwatch two starting, uh, I guess, yesterday or today. And uh, oh. I got a new hero in there, which I'm pretty excited about <laughs> unlocking. Last night I was I was playing with Sweetgrass. And uh, we were just just the two of us, right, jumping into unranked games. And mm-hmm. at the time we were playing, there were already players who had spent the previous nine hours playing on Ramatra only. Yeah, like you could tell. Yeah. Like, and they were coming, and I was like, "Hey, uh, how are you so good at Ramatra already?" And they're like, "This is all I've been doing all day." <laughs> like, oh, great! All right. Yeah. So there you have it. Wow. Well, uh, it's very. I, I'm really enjoying that game. So uh, I will yeah. be doing a little bit of that later today. Also with us, Nicole Spag. Hello, Nicole. Here I'm here. Sorry, Hello. Now you're fine. We feel my, we feel the time. With my laser. No, you're totally fine. Mess Ooh. with your laser. Hey, hey Nicole, are you doing you air gotta... quotes when you say that? <laughs> <laughs> no, my actual laser. I have oh. a laser. Ooh, laser lady. You have a really beautiful fireplace now. I'm so oh. impressed with that project. Oh, I want to see it. Thank you. I want to yeah, see it. Was, uh... Is it on video and stuff, or where? where can yeah, Mark see? posted it. I think on a reel. On Instagram. Cool. So okay. if you follow Wood Whisper on Instagram, you'll see it. Yeah. Uh, it. He found a place that sells these beautiful, like, rustic mantles. And so he took off the fancy one and then replaced it with the rustic one. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. Look at this. Oh, this is good. 
Okay, Chad, I'll I'll put this up so you can see it as well. We miss we miss Colorado. That's actually it reminds <laughs> us of our Colorado house. Yeah. It's like you did yeah. have a yeah you had a beautiful fireplace here too. Beautiful yeah. house back there. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. man, I love we it. Mi- we miss Colorado. But. We drive by it every once in a while and just egg the. So egg we're the seeing the old one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the, the, and the new one the new one initially starts out looking like nothing. It looks like a you know a busted railroad tie or something like. Yeah, amazing how much he gets out of it with just a few steps. Oh, I can't. Well, and this company is really cool because they go and they reclaim these, so they're all yeah. reclaimed. So it's like almost recycling these, um, this wood from oh, wow. who knows where they got it. But yeah, Man, I'll so. never be as cool as Mark. Look at this cool shit he does. I love the protruding, uh, like some of the protruding bricks, the gray bricks. That is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Who's yeah. the? There's my brother. Oh, is that your brother? Okay, I was gonna ask. That's my that, brother. Yeah, that he's working related. for us again. Oh, so that's awesome. yeah, it's been, it's been a process. Well, M- Missouri's better for it. I don't know what Jesus, I'm saying. Does that room have like a, a show window for your Christmas tree? No, no, not really. Okay. Uh, I guess there is a show window, but it it faces. We have a lake. Let's let's just. We're the property brother sister on the morning stream here guys i'm sorry you, sorry. you no, have this is good. topic for us but we're, this is you like know, we're zillow gonna... zillow gone wild here i like it <laughs> nothing wrong with any of this uh but we yeah. i guess we were, we're, and you were worried about us going long yeah in what was i thinking <laughs> um let's get to the uh the recommendals for today we've got a yeah. number of them of course we're going to start with brian per uh the tradition here on the show so brian why don't you tell us a little about your clip here this is a movie that so many people have recommended to me Gene and I finally uh, carved out the time to watch it, and I am so glad we did. I'm very excited about this. Let's play it, and we'll talk about it. One bastard did this, and all of you, to do nothing. Shame on you, Edward. Shame on you. I appreciate you, young man. Your service to the Crown has been duly noted. Thank you, sir. I want this bastard punished in such a way that no person will ever rise up against the British. Oh, I want to watch it, darling. I want to see him bleed. And so you shall. Flog him publicly. Flog him till he falls to his knees, confessing his crime of daring to rise against us. And begs for mercy. Sir. <laughs> I'm, I'm in regardless. I don't know what I'm even listening to. But is it, like does that sound video. over the top? It sounds a little over the top. 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 Yeah. yeah. Where's the top? A little over. Just a little over it. Yeah. Uh, that is one of the uh, few... Uh, few recorded in English moments of a film called RRR. Uh, this is the biggest budget uh, Indian film ever filmed, I believe, if I if I remember reading the uh, notes about it. Um, and it shows every bit of it. This thing is so produced and is is as good as or better your typical American action blockbuster film. I'm just going to say it. This thing is, this thing is just so damn good. Um, Tell me about these. So I see Ray Stevenson, Allison duty and some other uh, like people I recognize. I don't. Yeah. um, Ilsa from, uh, from Indiana Jones and the last crusade. I got you now, Dr. Jones. Uh, Yeah. She, she's the woman you hear in that clip. Um, Those two, uh, Ray Stevenson, Allison duty. 
uh, play the the enemies of the film. They are the um, the Buxtons, uh, Governor Scott Buxton and Catherine Buxton, who are kind of the head of this sector of the British Raj, the the nineteen um, twenties uh, leadership, the British leadership over India. And the movie actually, you know, the RRR, and I'm going to get this wrong. I'm sure is Rise. No, it's a Rise Revolt. No, so, oh my okay, gosh! So, no. okay, oh, you so, got this. Got, that's you a great question because right, I so, did not know what that meant. So this is so good. So it's in in the the original Indian. It's yes. Rudram Ranam Rudirham, which means fierce death blood. So sure. uh, they decided uh, we were going to do this also in English. We just come up with three other words entirely. Three other R words. Yeah, yeah. The, rather than fierce death blood. And so it's rise, roar, revolt. Rise, roar, revolt. Yeah, there we go. Um, and it follows these two main characters who are represented by fire and water in the uh, in the film. Um, two friends who uh, meet uh, helping to save a little boy from uh, – uh, from, uh, well, coincidentally, both fire and drowning at the same time. Oh my uh, Lord. That's crazy. Okay. <laughs> this, this, this thing is over the top. I'm telling you right now, this is like Jackie Chan is feeling like, oh man, I really toned, toned it way down for my movies, mm. uh, compared to this. Um, it is, uh, uh, they become friends and, uh, and, and through lots of trials and tribulations, um, uh, make their way through the story. And I'm not going to say anything more than that because that does could reveal a, a key plot point. I have two um, really important questions. Is it a musical? There is a very long, but incredibly enjoyable dance number. Okay. I'm down. Uh, <laughs> is it, is both, it three both hours in the long? Middle, both in the middle and at the end. And they're both, they're both, we could not stop watching the, even like the credits are rolling. We're like, no, I'm not turning this off. This is fantastic. It's got three. So, Randy, to answer your question, three hours, seven minutes. Is how long. Oh, it is wow. three. That's it awesome. is three hours long, and I'd say a good thirty minutes. Oh, 20 minutes of that is dancing. Oh, and I'm music. so excited. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm actually excited about that. Okay, and question number two: yes. How yes. much? You you said this is an English clip, but is most of it Indian? And then uh, it's. And, uh, I only was able to watch it dubbed. I went to Netflix, and I was looking for. We were pretty much prepared to do the subtitled version. Um, it's it's the Hindi version, but it's it's all you can. I wasn't able to get out of the dubbing. Like I went into my my audio settings and subtitle settings, and I could turn on subtitles, but I couldn't change the like. There was no original language. Like seeing it in its original language without the um. And is, is it good? Dub. Like the dubbing's good. Good enough. Dubbing yeah. is great. The acting, the um, the the voice acting that you get in the dub, just fine. I thought it was it was. Totally, uh, oh gosh, totally this, fine. This trailer is insane. The trailer, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, this thing. Uh, the fight scenes are so amazingly choreographed yeah. that okay, you, you know how, they're practically dance numbers, but they're so good. Yeah. How go gory ahead. are these fight scenes? There's, uh, there's a fair amount of blood in not necessarily the fight scenes, but a little bit of torture. So, I would say. <laughs> I like how you said that. I would eh, say just a little bit of torture. A little bit of torture. Um, there's no somebody. Somebody had asked me like to uh, to maybe mention online if there's um, uh, you know rape scenes or anything like that. No rape scenes in this, but there's there is some gore in torture scenes, but it's not you know like if you it's certainly not Pulp Fiction levels of gore. I would say 
I'm trying to think of another good comparison, like probably uh, on the scale, uh, probably like a five. So but the yeah. reason I ask is because yeah. I'm going to Canada for two weeks. And one of the yeah. things we always do when we prep for, uh, you know, being out in the, in the woods in a cabin with my sure. in-laws is every single evening of that time, we try to mm-hmm. find something to watch. Yeah. And, uh, my kids turning 13. And yeah. so I'm like, uh, I'm looking at the certifications for this thing. And they're like, I see a lot of 15s and 16s. Yeah. around the world mm-hmm. um for the uh, uh will is mature enough that, that this definitely wouldn't be a problem okay um with him there's there's uh you know they kind of always go on the more conservative side when they recommend age groups for these things and i'd say it's um there's gore but it's not uh it's it's almost comic gore like like superhero movie level gore mm. So if okay. he's if he's been okay with Deadpool, for example, or, or things like that, we haven't watched that. Haven't watched yet. Deadpool. Uh, trying to think of what uh, like, like Deadpool is rated R, man. Yeah, well, that's true. That's, that's true. And, and Deadpool is a lot more gory. But would you call this, this like you know PG thirteen? Yeah, not if gratuitous. You, would you that's call it thirteen it. if we rated it here? Would you call it a PG? I would say PG thirteen. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There's no nudity. There's um, you know, like I said, is there's there's comic book levels of violence all right um but not a ton of gore there's you know like you said there's a a difficult torture scene but uh such a completely generational shift like when i was a kid <laughs> totally. when i was a kid all my parents cared about was nudity and sex and violence meant nothing to them yeah and with my kid all i care about is the violence and if yeah. there's nudity and sex i really don't care you know it's uh george carlin in the 80s said something yeah. like i'd much rather wa- let my children watch uh you know a movie that features two people having sex with each other than two people trying to kill each other and it's yeah. so totally true yeah. yeah you just don't want to see anybody trying to kill each other in bed you know <laughs> so stay away from mr and mrs smith yeah uh, is, don't watch that we've, the lesson we've learned today this is a um, ab- this sounds like a must watch i can't wait to see it this. is a must watch and this and this thing so i had never heard anything about it until a recent episode of the bitterest pill dan class's show he came back and, and did a show an episode and he was talking about what he called the greatest movie he's ever seen in recent memory and uh and we're like what rrr an indian for like an imp a foreign film coming in is like the best thing, this weird looking action film. And then we started hearing about it from people in the tadpole. And I started hearing about it from other sources. I'm like, all right, well, we've just got to watch it. And I'm so glad we did. It is so, you know, be prepared. It's over the top. It is, it is, um, but not over the top in a cheesy Steven Seagal kind of way, more over the top in kind of a loving, like it's Jackie Chan kind of way. We found ourselves comparing it a lot to Jackie Chan because his choreographed fight scenes are almost dance scenes. Sure. Very, very, yeah. yeah there, there's a, like a rhythm to what he does and everything. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Nicole, and, this reminds uh, me of that. Remember that Korean movie that you and I really liked? Oh, um, yeah. Uh, what was that called? The Good, the Bad, the Weird. Yeah. The Good, Bad, the Weird. Very over the yeah. top, ridiculous western with a bunch of korean dudes in it that what you've described sounds like that that's the kind of deal could be yeah Yeah. i haven't seen that but but from the description it does sound like it's a similar 
similar thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very good movie. All right. Well, so, you've convinced me 100%. I'm all in on this. Can't wait to yeah, see it. Carve out, carve out the time. It is 100% worth it. And if you if you find yourself turning off the movie during the uh, dance, uh, the, the traditional Bollywood while the credits roll, every character is out dancing together in front of a weird backdrop, then I don't think I know you as a person. Yeah, I need. <laughs> I, I am all in on that. I will watch that without yeah. any hesitation. All right. Uh, What's, well, hold on. Claire says, did you clarify it's Tollywood? What is Tollywood versus Bollywood? Yeah, I don't know what that is. Tollywood. Uh, oh, I'll watch this know. before Parasite yeah. chat. No problem. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so there you go. RRR. Oh, I didn't say it's on Netflix. I oh, think I did Netflix. Say it, okay. I'm saying it again. It's on Netflix. Is it a Netflix original or is it just there? Do you know? It is just there. Okay. I like being there. Yep good yes uh let's move on to nicole spagnolo she's second today and uh has a little something for us i'm going to just play the entirety of this clip if that's okay with you yeah go for it all right i also watched this and i'm excited to hear you talk about it it's uh it's perfect for the season i agree and also some nostalgia there obviously anyway i loved it so much if revenge is a dish best served cold this was a frozen dinner why I'm gonna kill myself for this? Crazy! Hey Schwartz, I triple dog dare ya! Oh, if Schwartz backed down now, he could never show his face in Flick's Tavern, or perhaps even in Homan ever again. Oof. Oh, I got him now! I got him. All right. <laughs> Tell us what we're watching here. All right. So this is, it is not Christmas Story 2. Do not watch that. Do not be confused. Is there there yes. is a Christmas Story 2? Yes. Oh, I didn't know. It's also on HBO, right? Yes. This is on HBO. This is a Christmas Story Christmas. So this is the true follow-up to a Christmas Story. Uh, most of us have, have grown up with a Christmas story. We've kind of had it shoved down our throats from TBS running it 24 hours a day on Christmas Eve. It's, 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 it's like our generations. It's a wonderful life because it's a wonderful life. There's a whole story with that movie and why it became such a beloved Christmas movie. Cause they, I guess they lost the cop. Like, there was something with the copyright or something. They just could play it and not have to pay to play it. So mm-hmm. all these all these television uh, channels played that movie. Yeah. Um, but Christmas story is, is, is actually a very traumatic movie. I did not realize how traumatic it was for, uh, for my children. They would yeah. cry when I would put it on because oh, of wow. the, Oh yeah. So we did, we haven't watched a Christmas story for a very long time because the kids would just get, yeah. Kids in I, peril. I personally only ever saw a Christmas story once when I was a kid and I hated it and I've never yeah, seen it. Yeah, if you're real little, oh. I think things like bullies, the bully stuff. There's a lot of bullying. Yes. Yeah. But even the visit bullying. the visit to Santa and the foot on your head and all that, like all that stuff. Yes. Like, gosh dang. <laughs> You'll shoot your eye out. Yeah, all and, that. And while, yes, you, for me, I love the movie. I've adored the movie. I, you know, yes, it's overrated, but it's it's one of my Christmas story watches. I don't watch any of those Hallmark. I can't believe how many Christmas movies there are out there now. Oh yeah. I don't do Hallmark. There's tons of them. But they suck. So oh. a Christmas story is in my lineup of Christmas movies. We have a Plex server and we have a little playlist that just says Christmas movies. It's always been in there. 
Um, so when I saw that they were coming out with a Christmas story, Christmas with all the original actors, except for, um, the mother, no, the mother's uh, there. Had, the mother's there. That's her. Yes. the mo- But no, it's not. It's yeah. not the same actress. No, it it's totally the is. Actress. That's the same lady. I looked it up. Uh, it the dad, not, Melinda Dillon. Yeah. It's not the same actress. Hold on a second. I got to look this up now because now, now I'm nervous. You, I researched it. The original actress retired from acting in 2008 or 2009. Um, and so... Yeah, it's not yeah, the same Julie, actress. Julie Haggerty is the one taking. She was from from Airplane, right? Oh, I thought she was in both the things. No, yes. Melinda Dillon no. was the original mom, yeah. if I remember. Oh. And the and the old man, uh, he passed away. Yeah, um, he died. Um, what's his he, name? Um, oh, we love that, that guy, got- McGavin. McGavin. <laughs> Gavin. McGavin. Darren McGavin. Darren McGavin. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. They got McCann. Ralphie back, which is uh, what's his name? I can't remember. Peter Billingsley. Peter Billingsley. <laughs> hey, Brian is our vo- uh, name guy today because he'll remember everything. Yeah, he's back. And he's a video from memory, people. Yeah, <laughs> he's an MCU guy. He was in uh, Iron Man Two or something. Oh right, Billingsley. Yeah. I don't remember which one. Yeah, we'll he- see. So there's a whole story with Peter Billingsley and his friendship with um, Vince Vaughn. And Vince Vaughn is friends with, uh, crap, Swingers guy. Uh, Favreau. 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 <laughs> Who? There's like a whole chain of... <laughs> there's a whole like... It's like Password Plus or like... A- <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. There's so much connection to it. And get this, Billingsley starred in a after-school movie about steroid use, and that's how he met Vince Vaughn. Oh, really? Oh, yes. really? Oh, I, do- I dove deep down into like what, who, how everybody's connected. So. I mean, he, he spent most of his later career doing like directing and like writing and yes. other stuff, and then once in a while he'll show up in a thing like he was in he did. Yeah, he made Elf. Yeah, with um, so, Favreau. Yeah. So even though I've only seen a Christmas Story one time, yeah, I it has been such a part of the fabric of my life. Like, I, there are all kinds of people in my life that I regularly share those jokes with. You know, like, like we refer to something as a major award, and I have right. a coworker who has a leg lamp, and yes. you know, we say oh, shoot, shoot your eye out or whatever. Like, is is this like that? Is this movie? No. So oh. I. Christmas Story 2 is it takes all the cheap shots, it does the leg lamp, it does it's awful. Don't even watch the trailer. It's horrible. Right? Just pretend it doesn't exist. It's got like a 3 out of 10 on IMDb. It's so bad. It's it's so yeah. awful. Yeah. So Christmas Story Christmas takes the essence. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. takes the essence and the memory of a Christmas story and it finds its own way. So, for instance, the Chris, the leg lamp, it broke. It broke in the original. Yeah. Um, oh, and right. so yeah. you find you see it was fragile. Come on. Yeah. It was fragile. <laughs> but, <laughs> but there's a whole story with Ralphie, and he's he's trying to become a writer, and that's the whole point. He comes back to his hometown, to his his childhood home, and he's trying to. He has a little bit of time, his wife, and they decided they were going to have a year of him trying to become a writer. And so he's writing in the attic and you see in the background, you see the leg lamp shade. 
but it's not like it's not hit over the head with you know what what you're looking at it's just part of the fabric of the movie and the same way in the original ralphie always had like these awesome daydreams mm-hmm. and so you get that as an adult i i absolutely loved it i teared up it was exa- i just but you got it from an adult's view i mean there are right. some moments with his kids but it's really about you they know that you grew up with this movie so they tried to kind of capture that essence and tell a new story. Yeah, it's basically this it. isn't a this isn't much of a spoiler, I don't think. But he, the whole essence of the film is that he's got Ralphie has he's got a family now. It's in the eighties, like yes. Uh, so it's so it's set in the timeline that he would be this adult. And I thought it was seventy. It may have been I late seventies. Like yeah, I thought it was right. seventy four. You might be right because the original was like early fifties, right? The yeah. I think. Anyway, yeah. he goes. His father dies uh, in the in the story, and and he and his family are now going to spend all of Christmas back at their hometown. So they're going to meet their old yep. friends who licked poles and all that. Uh, <laughs> that actor, by the way, went into porn for a long time. It's a funny story, right? Yeah, yeah. he yeah. did. Um, he did. Anyway, the the I watched this as well, and I thought it was I thought this was going to be way too hard to pull off. I thought it was going to be not bad, but I just didn't expect him to capture the magic. And I think they actually captured it. And in a way it's like new kinds of magic, like a different kind, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's honorable to the origin of everything and feels like its own thing at the same time. I really liked it a lot. So I'm with you. It was nice. It's very, I loved it. It's in my rotation now. I think it's really hard to pull it off, but I think they did it. And, um, you know, it's cause you're right. It's like, it's legendary. This is the kind of thing you don't, want to screw up which is why that 2012 thing makes me so sad because what a piece Mm -hmm. of garbage that was it was duty yeah it was real bad Um, they're selling the house by the way the the house (laughs) i think they planned that man yeah i think so are they really so oh wow yeah it's a museum they turned they actually the people that bought the house completely renovated it and made it into the house that was in the movie. And so it became a Christmas story museum that you can go visit and they're selling it. And the Goonies house is up for sale too. I've actually been to that one. Mm-hmm. Well, you so, know but that's a real, that's just a, a lady and she usually shoes people off. So we just kind of stood, <laughs> we just stood at the street and said, yep, that's the house. Okay, let's go. Yep. And the cool thing, I always thought it was funny that Scott Schwartz who plays flick, he's the porno guy or was in porn for a uh-huh. while. Uh, he play he's Scott Schwartz playing Flick, but R. D. Rob plays Schwartz. It's just funny that they didn't just go ahead and call him Schwartz. Oh yeah, no kidding. But also uh, Scott Farkas shows up, which I didn't expect. Farkas. That's right. Yeah. Yep. So that's cool. Anyway, I'm, a, I'm with you. It. It's it. awesome. HBO. Yeah. It's really good. Really well done. Uh, all right. Who's next on my list? Randy, it's you. What do you got here? So uh, I have a documentary. And I am so excited to bring this to you. This is one of the things that I'm going to sit and watch with my in-laws and my family uh, over that Christmas vacation. Um, I'm just so, 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 so excited. So let me just, let me, let me set up the clip for you. Go for it. For uh, this planet that we live on, the oldest forces are those colliding and churning deep beneath our feet. And the newest force in this world is human love. Uh, romance has only been around for a millisecond on the geological timeline. Yet at the same time, it's love that has shaped and formed practically everything about us. Like for all of us, almost all of us, it's love that caused us to exist. So this documentary 
starts with scientists in a burly Jeep driving through a blizzard, getting stuck in snowbanks repeatedly, getting out and having to use shovels to proceed. And you're thinking, proceed toward what? Why are they doing this? And suddenly they reach a point in their journey where the snowbanks vanish and the ground is black. And you realize, oh my God, that earth they're on is so hot that the snow cannot exist there. And then a narrator speaks. Roll it. All right, here we go. In a cold world, all the watches started to freeze. The sun came and went between blizzards and gusts, which erased all bearings. In this world lived a fire. And in this fire, two lovers found a home. This, no idea what this is. This wow. is Fire of Love, and it is the best documentary I've seen this year. I uh, I realized that you know we we always have the nominees come out, and then we go watch a bunch of documentaries because we didn't get a chance to see them. But this is it, the best documentary I've seen this year. Hmm. It is about two volcanologists who were minor famous in the seventies and eighties, uh, a couple who uh, had a fascinating romance that they documented because they documented their volcanology and uh all of their yeah not all but some of their videos and pictures have been put together in this uh documentary that takes you through their lives basically and takes you around the world to uh you know Krakatoa and Mauna Loa and so on and uh ultimately it's no it's no spoiler to know uh, these two are going to die in a volcanic explosion in Japan and you see them all the way to their last day on this earth. Mm. And it is so well constructed. I just like, please documentarians make movies and construct them like this. Mm. It is beautiful. You know, what, you know, I love good beautiful. documentaries. Where is the showing? I watched it on Disney Plus. Mm. I think that's the only yeah, place to it's see on it Disney right Plus. now. Yeah, it's a National Geographic thing, so I don't know if they have an app where you can watch it there. But, I mean, you know, Disney Plus, uh, most people have anyway for the Star Wars stuff. Nice. So, yeah, and what was the um, uh, Fire the of Love. Fire man. of Love. That's just for Christine. It's shitoutofluck.com. I'm going to always give her what she needs. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. Oh, go ahead. Go, no, no, no. Go ahead. I <laughs> It made these, me think of something else. <laughs> these two people are fascinating because they, you kind of wonder throughout the whole thing if they sort of hate each other because they're, they're different. They're different people. She's, she's a, a, a highly talented volcanologist who has a sense of uh, fear <laughs> and, and he doesn't. Um, her husband is also a very talented volcanologist, but he's a, he's a little better at, uh, uh, self-promotion than he is uh, a scientist and uh, he has absolutely no sense of fear whatsoever and you can tell that they're this is a problem for the two of them but at the same time man they really like they're just awesome like mm. you just you this do, this documentary is constructed to make you think i wish i could live that life you know yeah well i it sounds fascinating i'm, I'm in so the, uh, the narrator made me think of the woman that does sad beige children. Are you familiar with this trend? Sad beige children? No. Yes. <laughs> no. Huh? I, I sent it to you in chat. Uh, she has a TikTok and Instagram. And there's a trend in the parenting world right now that everything is beige. 
and everyone is sad and there's such despair. <laughs> and, and she uh, narrates, um, I guess Werner Herzog is a documentarian who everything is. Oh, we love you know, him. Vi- okay. So yeah, if you great. play one of her clips, <laughs> one of her clips, yeah. because it, it, she does like this thing where it's Werner Herzog's sad beige, uh, or sad beige everything so it's like sad beige toys for sad beige children or sad beige clothes for sad beige children weird um i have not heard of this for anyone at home who doesn't know who we mean it's this guy i would like to see the baby he's the mandalorian (laughs) exactly so the woman has the ability to capture his voice uh if you play uh the tiktok that i sent you i don't know if you can you link it did you link I, it? I linked it. Oh, yeah, here it is. Okay. The, our- <laughs> here we go. I'll play it. Let me pull it up here. Uh, maybe. But it made me think of that. I'm sorry. To Werner Herzog's new line of children's clothing. Sad beige clothes for sad beige children. Oh, I have seen this. <laughs> I have totally seen this lady. It's great. She's basically making fun of like... Um, like the fashion trends for kids and these. Yes. Yeah, it's very, it's actually really like funny. $60 overalls. And it's like, uh, and then she says, you know, if you're, if your parents can afford $60 overalls, you're pretty much guaranteed to not ever be like a worker. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love Werner Herzog. So making fun of him is always a good time. The, the narrator for this, uh, for, for fire of love is a woman named Miranda July. And I'm pretty sure this is her first, documentary she's narrated she's not really called upon much um she like the you know because it's about people who talked to cameras a lot but mm. when she does appear it's just stunningly beautiful because the people who wrote what she's saying wrote poetry like mm. the, as you heard in the clip like right. mm-hmm. it's she is constantly narrating in poetic verse but is it kind of depressed the whole time i mean it just sounded very depressing <laughs> I mean, I mean it's, it's, it's about volcanologists who are going to die at a volcano. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I, I guess it would be. <laughs> it's pretty, but it's beautiful. It's so freaking beautiful, this movie. It reminds me of that. So speaking of <laughs> Werner Herzog, Werner Herzog made that documentary about the bear that ate that guy on camera. Yeah. It's a oh, lot God. like, oh, it reminds yeah, me of that right. because that's a movie where you know the end game of the, of yeah. the movie. And you're just waiting for this horrible thing. Well, you don't actually see anything. But the whole point is, let's follow this guy until he gets eaten by a bear who he claimed to be <sighs> friends with or whatever. Jeez, it reminds yeah. me of that a little bit. So I, I guess you have that inevitable sad ending. But you're saying the I mean, I, this is totally something I'd watch. So I'm, there's no question in my mind. I'm seeing this. It, it absolutely should. I'm telling you my favorite documentary of 2022. All right. Nicely. Nicely done. Again, there that is go. Fire of Love uh, currently streaming on Disney Plus. Final one. This one's mine, and it's a All documentary right. and not the best documentary you'll see this year. It's not a bad one, but it's true crime. There's a million of these, whatever. Um, before I do that, I was going to give you a quick met on something that really oh, bummed yeah, me out. Right. I started watching, or I watched, I watched the whole thing. I watched the movie on Hulu called Fresh, and this has uh, Winter Soldier in it. Um, uh, Sebastian Stan. Thank you. Brian is the guy with the names today. Sebastian stands in it. A uh, girl I don't know very well, but was excellent. A uh, whole really great, great bunch of cast. He in particular, very good. Uh, I don't even want to give stuff away because I do think the first nine tenths of the film is uh, actually really good. It's kind of a horror movie. It's a little bit unnerving, um, but also weird and different in a bunch of ways. 
But the final chunk of this movie, the final 10 minutes, is the stupidest ending I've, I've seen in a very oh, long time. And by stupid, I mean they just didn't bother sewing up anything or fixing anything or having any kind of conclusion of anything whatsoever. And I don't mean like, you know, some movies are great at just killing everybody off and you're done, and that's fine. It's not that. It's there's like, from Film Sack's perspective, there's like three chicks in the bucket in the final 10 minutes. It's bad. <laughs> You ever notice that sometimes movies don't think about their ending until they're well on their way? Like, yeah, it, it doesn't it always felt. go bad, right? Like with don't look up, the ending feels like something they came up with late in the game and it's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's not a bad ending. Right. It's you're absolutely right. This felt like a, a movie, a great idea with no ending and they never really knew how to do it. So they just kind of winged it toward the end. And it's a couple of cheap things. I just uh, really, that's how you're going to do this. Like it really bugged me because up till then I thought it was great. I think Sebastian Stan was amazing in it. So your mileage may vary. I was going to recommend fresh until the last 10 minutes. And now I don't think I'm going to do it. So instead I'm going to recommend this. This is a documentary on Netflix. It just came out. It was recommended by JK grammar in our community. So I decided to check it out based on his recommendation and I enjoyed it for what it is. Here it is. I became obsessed with this place. I remember one night I came out here and I had my 357 Magnum. I shot that thing six times, hoping the cops would come. Nobody came. I'm 75 years old. You think I still want to do this every day? But I will. Okay. Sounds a little dour. It is. <laughs> um, it's called the, it's called crime scene colon, the Texas killing fields fields. And it is about, uh, some stuff that happened in the late seventies and eighties. And then again in the nineties and then resolved a lot of it in the two thousands and even recently in recent years. Um, but it basically follows what appeared to be some sort of serial killer that they could not figure out who he was or where he was. And they had all these, these people in their side, as far as, uh, what, what, what's the word I'm looking for? If you're if you're accused of a crime or you're currently a suspect is the word I was looking for. Mm. So they have a bunch of suspects and you get to I kind of help with the names. By the way. <laughs> they, they try to suff, suss through these suspects and figure out who it is. And you as the viewer kind of have to, you know, guess throughout a three episode deal. If you like true crime, this is right up your alley. Just like what you'd expect from a, a, a well-made Netflix documentary. If you're not into uh, that at all, avoid it because it's one of those. Um, this isn't going to be on anybody's, you know, 10 best documentaries of the year, but it is a very serviceable thing about a, a bunch of events I didn't know about. And it's weird to hear about them happening in parts of your life where you were just blissfully unaware that sort of these sort of, sort of things happen. And then them coming back up as a cold case going hot again when you're in your twenties and then in your thirties. And even just a couple of years ago is when we finally got some resolution on some of this. So I found it interesting in that way. Um, but there's not like amazing new documentary ground being broken here like with with what randy is talking about it's it's a little more you know straight down the line but it's interesting so i think it's worth so checking when this out. first arrived i was like oh how much is this like the first season of true detective uh not at all um okay. in that oh man that's an interesting way of putting it because because true detective was all about tone and texture and and dialogue, and like dialogue, the, yeah. the dialogue was insanely good. It was really good. That's, it's, that season, that first season is still one of the most amazing things I ever saw. 
Um, this is there's some southern gothic going on here for sure, which is I'm a big fan of in general. It's just sort of a subgenre of a subgenre. Um, but it's it's a full you know it's real documentary, real people, real stuff, and you talk to the people in a modern way who were there then and different reporters and all this stuff, and it's pretty crazy how effed up the police department was in the small town at the time and um there's this whole stretch of area off i 45 i 145 yes i 45 45 between it's basically between houston and galveston is where all this stuff went down and it's it's gnarly um but they but there is some i mean there is some resolution by the end for some of the victims and their families and stuff and it's it's just one of those you know so get your true crime on if you want to check it out um, again, it is called Crime Scene, colon, The Texas Killing Fields, available now on Netflix. It's in their top three or something right now. So definitely worth checking awesome. out. Uh, cool. If you want to see all of these, you can find them up at quicktms.li because Brian has plugged them in. They're already there. Yep. Got them up there. Uh, well, you could probably tell while, <laughs> while we were talking. I was able yeah, I can see, the, can see it on your face. Yeah, I, have, exactly. I have the stream yes. muted, but I'm it's looking at you. 90% yeah. of my brain focused on, on naming people and mm-hmm. 10% focused on getting quick TMS. Uh, uh-huh. Well, they always say you only use 10% to remember quick TMS stuff. So uh, That's right. Good. Exactly. They always say that. So. Yeah, they always do. Uh, well, there you go. Uh, thank you both for uh, being here. Uh, Nicole, anything you'd like to promote or mention? Nope. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Go watch that uh, Wood Whisperer video on uh, Instagram yeah, Reels. It's yeah, uh, very sure. cool. It's also yeah. on TikTok. And TikTok. It's all the places. We're taking our t- we are taking our TikTok, TikTok back over. Oh, you so, are? Good. Because some of those yeah, edits were weird. TikTok back. Those edits, <laughs> some, some of those edits were weird. It would cut like in the middle of him saying something and then you'd never get to the end. It was weird. Yeah. yeah. We, we reached out to the company that was supposed to be helping us and we're like, what are you guys doing? Stop. Yeah. So, and they said, yeah. beep, boop, beep, because we're run by robots. Beep. Anyway, uh, Randy, uh, anything you'd like to mention or promote on your own self there? No, we're just uh, <laughs> get, getting ready to watch Europa Report for FilmSec. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited. That's this weekend, uh, by the way. Yeah. So check yeah. that out. Uh, Nicole, Randy, have a fantastic week. We'll see you next time. Bye now. Bye. All right. Well, Brian, I don't know what else to it's- tell you except we did it. We did it. There's really what else is there to say? There's nothing else we can say. Well, there is this. We got a text from somebody. Let's do this. Oh, text. one more thing we can say. Yeah, one thing we can say. Uh, this came from Sean. Sean S. Who says, "Hey Scott and Brian, regarding seatbelt laws, I was taught that the seatbelt isn't just for you. It's to keep you from flying all around the cabin, killing all your friends during a crash, or flying out of the windshield and killing whoever hit you." Uh, I'm sure you'll get, or sorry, I'm sure you're getting flow with texts and, uh, from people who were shown the scare videos in high school about this. Love the show, though, Sean S. Well, Sean, we also <laughs> yeah, were shown those. Yeah, I've never those. seen those videos, but yeah, I mean, basically in an accident, your body becomes a projectile. Uh-huh. Did you Did you have that? I remember seeing all the, in high school, they made you watch like, oh, God, the blood on the pavement. I remember all those <laughs> videos, but I don't remember one where your your body is a projectile. <laughs> <laughs> the musical version, just the yeah, it's the Jack Johnson version of. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it's uh, but it's a good point. You're right. You don't want to. You know, you got sharp bones. You don't want a oh, femur yeah. in your friend's side of his head. You know. Right. Right. So uh, John Mayer, right? Not 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 Jack Johnson. John Mayer. Is that John Mayer? Oh, your body is Wonderland. Right. Your body is a Wonderland. Yeah. Yeah, that guy sure liked your body. He was into he it. He did my body. 
My body. Uh, also, quick notes. We already mentioned Play Retro. That's done at 3.30 Mountain Time. But uh, there is something I wanted to make uh, aware to those who listen to Core. Uh, this week is a little bit weird because ten, or tomorrow night, Thursday night, the same time we normally record, the Game Awards are streaming. So we're going to do a co-stream oh, of that. Oh, cool. That's cool. And then the very next night, we'll suss all that out, plus all the rest of the gaming news of the week, and do a regular Core on Friday. So Thursday live stream, co-stream. Wow. Friday night, uh full show so that's the plan wow yeah it's a lot of stuff tomorrow it's gonna be good big reveals i see uh there's some rumor floating around that the new um uh the sequel to uh, space marine one of my favorite 360 games from that era is getting a sequel we already knew that but they're going to show footage of the game and a release date and i could not be more excited oh cool very cool i love that game so much i don't know if mark strong's coming back to do the voice but he was great a bunch of orcs oh man Love that game. Nice. All right. <clears throat> That'll do it for us. You got anything else that uh, you want to mention? No. An uh, episode of Soundography went up yesterday, but I already talked about that. Um, yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, we got Coverville tomorrow, other stuff. We'll get to all that tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. That's going to do it. Patreon.com slash TMS helps pay for this show. It is vital that you support us over there. So please do during this wonderful month of December. Uh, put your put your Christmas miracle to the test and sign up at patreon.com slash TMS for as low as a dollar a month, which is insane. That's our fault, but it's still insane. <laughs> Take advantage of our mistake. Do it. Uh, everything else is at frogpants.com slash TMS. Brian's a magical magician man with music, and he That's has right. brought some today. What do you got? That's right. Oh, by the way, and uh, yeah, I guess there is one more thing. Hey, need 3D stuff printed? Uh, let me know. Uh, visit, uh, or just email me, coverville at gmail.com if you need something 3D printed, because it might not be something on my Etsy shop. I do need to put that Jack Nicholson up there, too. Oh, yeah, right. You, already, you mentioned he's already in the bookcase. Nice. Yeah, so. Nice, nice. Uh, all right, let's get to it. Uh, this is a request coming from Mark Tanner, not Tanner, who we heard from earlier, but Mark Tanner, who said, Hey, I turned 40 in 2020. <laughs> Whoa. I know it's a late request, but it seems like it fits. Uh, I would love to hear a cover of Sweet Dreams Are Made of These by uh, Emily Browning. But if you can't, another cover of the song would be good or a cover that blows your pipe organ. Love the show, though. Quakeholio. Well, it blows your pipe organ. Okay. Yeah, blows your pipe organ. All right. Yep, that's, that's what he said. One. That's a new one. Uh, no, let's play this. It, it comes from the soundtrack to Sucker Punch, which had a great soundtrack and great visuals, but sorry, Brian Dunno, it was just not a very good movie. Yeah. Uh, he loves it, though, and it, more for him. Good for good for him. Sure. Uh, yeah, Sweet Dreams Are Made of This, originally by the Eurythmics, covered here by one of the stars of the movie, or the star of the movie, Emily Browning. Oh, very nice. Okay, we'll see you guys tomorrow. When you'll be here, all that kind of stuff. Uh, unsure about Amy. She's uh, uh, recovering from her surgery, Still doing well. Still recovering, but was walking around and, yeah, and uh, peeing and all that stuff. Yeah, so she's doing good. real good. So if not, uh, Brian may have another quiz for me. People enjoyed that yesterday. So, uh, yeah, speaking of leaking. Yeah, watch for <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to leak some more. Tomorrow, right here on TMS.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. How can you screw up a hamburger?